0: When you look back at your family of origin, the family you grew up in, what do you think of? Uh, For many of us, we see happy memories, but yet there is baggage for all of us, maybe maybe even some trauma. And we want you to know that no matter how dark things might have been as you grew up, there's still hope for you. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He runs our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And let's go ahead and uh, open up this segment with Jim Daly. Uh, as he talked with Elizabeth Oates, she had a powerful story of learning how to move on from a painful past. Another important feature is
1: forgiveness. And we didn't, mm-hmm. we haven't touched on that. Yeah. Um, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. How to forgive people that hurt you, especially your family.
2: Right yeah if you don't forgive, you are just leaving that splinter in there.
1: How does a person truly know they've forgiven someone? I mm. get that question all mm-hmm. the time. Did I forgive my stepdad for walking out the day of my mom's funeral? Yeah, wow. and I'll say, yeah, I think I have. Mm-hmm. um I don't think about it, yeah, I'm not resentful toward it, so I think that's evidence of forgiveness. yeah, How would you answer that question how How have you forgiven your father, your mother, your grandparents?
2: Yeah, I would say forgiveness, um kind of like you said, like you don't feel anger or bitterness or resentment toward that person. You've let it go. You've let it go. I think someone told me once, um, if you can move to a place of empathy for that person, Mm. then you know you've forgiven them. And I think also if you can look at the situation from the person's point of view, um, dive into their history, try to understand what they have been through. Um, You know, I look at what my parents went through, my grandparents, um, they had very difficult lives. Uh, No one in my family has walked an easy road. Um, But I think just looking at, the situation from their point of view and and what did they go through that led them to this point, and letting that be part of your healing journey and yeah. and like I said, finding that piece of empathy for them,
1: your daughter once asked you something about your dad mm-hmm. what what did she ask, and how did you answer?
2: Yeah, I think she asked me where does he live, or do you see him or something like so that? How
1: old was she when she observed oh, that?
2: Uh, she was around eight years old, yeah
1: that's incredible,
2: yeah, and you know I had to tell her. At the time, he lived in a different state, and that was kind of the beginning of explaining, you know, I, I don't see him, and this is why I haven't seen him since I was probably your age. And um, it was tough because I wasn't prepared for it. So that's one thing I try to encourage parents is, hey, be ready for these conversations because kids are going to ask. And my dad has actually since passed away, and so that's another conversation I had to have with my kids. Um and having to grieve, you know, a parent who wasn't really even in my life. And right. so that's a whole different kind of grieving process.
1: Right. And grieving the fact they weren't engaged in your kids' lives. Right. right? So, I mean, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth, um, I think this is the the golden moment of the question. Mm-hmm. There may be a couple who's thinking of divorce, a woman or a man mm-hmm. who's listening right now, and they're tired.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: have fought the fight and yeah. it's just not there. Yeah. There's no more spark. They may believe in Christ and they just, you know again, they just can't find it, Mm -hmm. the energy to press on. Speak to that person about the family tree, about what you have fought through. And there's somebody on the precipice of either starting or continuing that legacy of destruction. Why is it so important to fight through that and stay married and honor God and do the right thing?
2: Yeah, that's such a good question. I would encourage someone by saying that marriage is a marathon not a sprint so you might think you are at mile 26 and you just you can't do anymore you're done but i would encourage you that maybe god has you at mile six and that he has so much left in this race for you and just to keep going Use all of the tools at your disposal, and there are an endless well of tools. You know, like we've mentioned, there are books, there are podcasts, there are, um, you know, obviously, Focus on the Family has an endless amount. We feel Um, like a
1: resource center. You are. I mean, that's what we feel like.
2: Um, There are mentors in your life if you just look around, Um, there are counselors. There is just so much available to us in this uh, generation to help us. And then we have to do a lot of Work on ourselves, you know. I think I hear a lot of people say, "Well, you know, my husband won't go to counselor, or my wife, she won't sit down and talk to me." Then work on yourself, because God is not done with your story yet. And you know, you asked about generationally. I once had a friend say, "I think the church doesn't know what to do with divorced people because the ramifications spread so far and wide." And I think that's true. You know, divorce doesn't just affect the married couple; it affects the kids. It affects the extended family, it affects friends, it affects generations to come. And I think we lose sight of that. And we just want the pain to end. And I think what I tell couples is you're not going to solve your problems. You're just going to trade one set of problems for another. And this person's never going to be out of your life because there will always be birthday parties and graduations. And then your child's going to get married. There will be a wedding. There will be grandchildren. And you will always have your spouse in your life in one way or another. So fight for it. Fight for it because there is joy and hope on the other side.
1: That's the reward. Elizabeth, this has been so good. And I I love it. I think I'm drawn to that scripture where the Lord says, choose life or choose death. Mm -hmm. And I would speak to the person, if you're on that path of destruction, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're blaming your past for it. You know, I didn't have a mom. I didn't have a dad. I don't know what to do. Stop it. Get back on the road of life. And the Lord is there to help you. Start there. Make that commitment to Christ. And then there are plenty of people and resources to tap into to help you grow in that journey. Yeah. And one of the things is your great book, Mending Broken Branches. Oh. What a wonderful place to start to talk about your past, grieve your past,
0: and then move forward in Christ. Thank you for being with us.
2: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Well, God has done such an amazing work of restoration in Elizabeth's life. And, uh, Danny. she talked there about fighting for a better future and trusting God. And um, you've worked with a lot of broken individuals mm-hmm. and families. I'm sure there are some stories that came to mind as you were listening.
3: Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting to live in a city so long and be a counselor. I get to see some families sometimes at grocery stores and other places that I haven't seen for years and get an update. Where are things at now? And uh Many of them offer that. They go, hey, we're doing so much better. It was such a difficult season of our lives, and now this is going better, this is going better. And I think of a particular story of this girl that came in. She was uh, 10 years old at the time, had anorexia, severe anorexia. Wow. And the, the mom and dad were struggling in their marriage. Uh, the family was just struggling. And uh, it was a very dark place for this young girl, very dangerous place. And as I entered into this with this family, we had to put a a very clear and concise plan for this girl and an immediate one. And uh, they trusted in God, leaned into that. This young girl now, a young woman, is married Hmm. and has her own children, got through that season. At 13, she was not struggling with anorexia anymore, had gotten a normal uh, weight, and Uh, The marriage is still intact between the husband and wife, and that home Hmm. was saved from uh, chaos and disaster, and they were in the middle of it during that time. There's story after story. I mean, I can think of a a young boy that uh, tried to take his life and then was in the hospital, and two weeks later he said, I'm so thankful I was unsuccessful, that I failed at that, Hmm. because my life is so much different just in two weeks, and I'm so excited about what's in the future families many times lose hope and that's where we become blind to the fact that god has something down the road and sometimes difficult times are preparing us for what's to come in the future Mm -hmm. so lean into those grow through those and know that there's there's hope and there's different seasons in our lives just like it can get bad it can also get good yeah
0: i appreciate that and um I'm just thinking about an email somebody sent me a couple days ago that said, God doesn't promise to take away the hard times, but He promises to be really close to us when we go through those. Maybe as a listener, um, we're speaking right to you. Maybe you're feeling like, I am overwhelmed, I'm lost, it's a dark place, I can't break free of the chains that are holding me to my past, I can't figure it out. Uh, Please know we're here uh, to help you. Focus on the Family has a rich library of resources, connections. We've been at this now for over 44 years, and it'd be a privilege for us to enter into your world and offer what we can to help. Uh, We have a caring team of Christian counselors. They're a phone call away. Uh, We'll set up a time for a free consultation with them. Um, about whatever you're facing. And we can even refer you to somebody in your area who can enter into that struggle with you. As Danny was describing, he's done professionally time and again. So call, talk to somebody. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. And it might be that um, Elizabeth Oates' book would be really helpful to you, uh, either personally or for somebody you know. If you can, if you're in a spot where you can do this, uh, please consider a donation to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, Join our support team. Make resources possible. Maybe you can kind of pay it forward. Make a gift to cover a few people getting a copy of this book. Uh, Donate as you can. We'll send the book to you. It's called Mending Broken Branches. All the details for uh, how to do that and to get in touch with our counseling team are in the show notes.
3: And, John, there are some resources also on our Focus on the Family Parenting site. Mm-hmm. And one of them is on how to encourage mental health in your home, how to pursue that. And then if you're a home that's doing well and you want to be trained on how to help other people that may be struggling alive to thrive is a good place to go. Yeah. And to be trained on how to uh, have open conversations with other families and step into those dark places with them.
0: We'll link over to those uh, resources as well in the notes. So lots here for you. Just uh, know we're here to help. Well, next time, Amber, Leah, and Wendy speak. Offer hope if you need a miracle in your parenting. And uh, for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.